Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amit, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord. And Amit, we trust, as the Republican mentalist, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the mentalist, the almond race, the bright race. Good evening. I'm your host, the intellectual Nibin Minkari. This is Mental Like Radio. And tonight we're going to be discussing humans. Are humans genetically modified versions of the almond race? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Why I say that? I said because we, when we came here as the 200 fallen almond, the first within that race of almond that fell to the earth and then started creating these, uh, you know, creating these humans. But first, there was a genetically modified version of reptilians that was taking place. You know, there was a genetically modified version of the reptilians that were taking place. So the reptilians, some of them died out, some of them started to evolve into, you know, or devolve, depending on how you look at it, into animals. A lot of the present-day animals you see today are uh, evolved or so-called evolved um, um, extensions of those earlier reptilians. So there was a genetically modifying process that was going on amongst the reptilians to the animals. So as that was taking place, brought on by the almond, by the way, also brought on by the almond, who genetically modified the reptilians into animals, right? What they basically did was take certain uh, elemental makeups of these reptilians out, extracted certain things out, and thus took away their aggression. And upon taking away their aggression, they became smaller, more manageable, things like that. They took out their key, um, you know, mode of instinct that attack and that predator instinct it took out of those reptilians and that's what started to genetically modify them into less harmful creatures which you see today as animals so same process when it came to creating a race of animal because the animals which came out of the reptilians you know they started to have a different purpose as well on the earth you know, they, they had also purposes they were used for. So, you know, as they kept thinking about the genetic modification of the reptilian to the uh, animals, they then thought about creating a smarter animal, right? A smarter animal, a genetically modified animal that would kind of be like a man with two legs standing on two, on two legs, have two arms, like the almond. They wanted to basically make a virtual robot. You know, in their mindset, humans were robots, you see. In fact, the white man, he tries to make it seem like it's more of a, um, you know how he tries to make it seem like it's more of a, you're going more toward a technological uh, uh, stratosphere when you make the robots more, you know, robotic and mechanical and whatnot. But the term, the really, the thing is, they want to really make the robots more humanistic, more humanoid. You follow what I'm saying? So, in other words, the almond were already there. They could have made metal robotic type beings. You know, they had that technology. They made the humans because they knew that the humans would have more flexibility, be able to work more, have 
more of intelligence. They can give more orders, you know, gave them more intelligence. Am I coming in clear? Am I coming in clear? All right. Making sure I'm coming in clear. Uh, so they just decided to go ahead and, um, you know, basically utilize them. They said we want to make because they were using the animals at this time to replace the reptilians who they genetically modified. So they said, let's make a smaller version. Let's make a more animal, uh, more of a mankind slash animal version of ourselves, one that would do the work and follow our orders. Okay, this is what they did. This is how they planned it out because they wasn't doing all this work. They they wanted to create slaves. See, this is where the Gilgamesh epic and the Enumeralish uh, epic um, story comes in at. But see, what they don't want to say is or show is that the ones who were making these pictures of them, they were showing bronze men creating Caucasians, Asians. You know, they showed you bronze men creating humans. They don't want to show you those things. Because you already know our people catalog and dialogue everything. Niggas is carving pictures in the walls and doing paintings on things. So they constantly, if they ain't had no camera, they was casting images and showing you what they were doing. Now, casting images back then meant simply that, casting an image. They would cast your image in stone and some metal frame and things like that. So that's how they got into putting faces on wall. But anyway, so they decided to cast their image into a workable animal. They had to cast their image into a workable animal, something, a creature that would be smart enough that would walk on two legs, walk up on two legs upright, be able to communicate, be able to have a level of understanding, yet would still follow orders like a dog or any other animal. Y'all follow? So what they did was they took a human, they, from the animal and from their own genetics, they made a, they made a dog, a two-legged dog. That's what, they, that's what they pretty much looked at the humans as, two-legged dogs. Like how the humans look at four-legged dogs today as they pet, and, you know, they do this, that, and the third. That's how the almond looked at the humans when they started creating them. You see, that's how they looked at them, like wild dogs. That's where that terminology, the wild man came from, Europe, the white man was running around with fur all over them, hair all over them. That's, they, they considered them like wild dogs. That's how they created the humans. They whooped their ass with um, things and whatnot, beat them, you know, and basically get them in line, shave them down and stuff like that, and they basically civilized them. You see, they basically civilized them. You see, clean them up, get the fleas off of them and everything, because they know about the origin of the human. You see, see, they were the men back then, the, uh, the almond beings, they were really big and rough Negroes, man. You know, so-called Negro. I'm just saying, I'm being funny, but they was big-ass niggas back then. Golden bronze niggas back then. Big, robust niggas, and, and the women were robust too, you know. Little raw and uncut, but they was. They was like, you know, like how they be showing you in the pictures of robots they knock knock you the fuck out and everything. And so they wasn't scared of no them the, the humans and whatnot. They beat the humans' asses and went and kick them all up and down the thing, stuff like that. They weren't scared of them, you know. So that that's that and that's how they treated. That's why they treated the East Indians. That's how they treated the uh, um the East Indians. They treat, treated the uh, Asians that way, and, and the Caucasians too. Treated all of them that way. They always raised up in the caves. 
So, you know, they were raising up these genetically modified people. You see, they were raising up these genetically modified people to work. And they did the work. They would send them out to work and things like that. And they would have to go after they finished their work in the cities and wherever, as they worked in the cities, they would have to go back up into the mountains where they came from. They would have to go back up into the mountains, into the caves where they came from, where they would finish their work, and they would be marched back up because there were, like, police, you know, what you would call police today, that would basically police the provinces and places where our people were against these humans. And they would basically make sure the humans got back up into the mountains where they belong, you see. So keep that in mind. The humans are nothing but genetically modified versions of us. The same way the animals are genetically modified versions of the of the of the reptilians. You see, the same way the animals are genetically modified versions of the reptilians, the humans are genetically modified versions of us. Just simple as that. Okay? Because if you look at all you gotta do is look at these look at the, the so called white man, the Asian, the East Indian. These people don't even look real, man. When you, especially when you see them up close, you see when you look at them on TV, they gotta get makeup on them. You gotta give them color to their and and they, you know, try to make them. But you look at them when you talk to them, they don't even look real, you know, because they have to. This is why. This is why. If you, I mean, look at them really good. Do they? Do they even look like they real? They look like they just. They just look like something that's you know. I mean, and that's even the best-looking ones, you know, what they consider to be the best-looking ones in them. They don't even look like – they don't even look real. They look like something that, you know, was created. That's what your humans look like. They look like creatures. They look like something that – I mean, the more and more you look at it, you get from behind that spell or looking at them on the tele, on the TV or looking at them on the damn movie screen because they do stuff like that so that you look up to their image. But then when you see these people in person, a lot of these people who you call – these so-called entertainers, these Caucasian ones, these Asian ones – and even a lot of you niggas that lay down with them, they, yeah, they look haggard. They look, they look just regular, just like, like, really, like you'd be like, damn, that's her, or that's him. <clears throat> you'd be really disappointed because they they need cameras and things like that and and big forty foot screens to give themselves presence. They need that to give themselves presence. You see, they need that to give themselves presence. So the Amen, they was like, their mindset was just like what the white man mindset is. Well, don't the white man, now today, he creates robots to do his work for him? Is that not what the white man does? Who you, and don't, who you think did that first? Because I told you before, the so-called white man don't never do nothing first. Everything he does is second. You see, because just by virtue of the blueprint and how everything is sent down here, just by virtue of the blueprint and how everything is sent down, because the blueprint for creation is sent down, it's streamed down here. You see, and when I'm saying it's streamed down here, what I mean by that is that the the transmission of all life here on the planet is streamed here. So if everything is streamed here, even the ideas are streamed here, you know, then that means that they already did that already. And, uh, and obviously on a higher level, they see that a lot of the tech, what you can see, the technology is really low level technology that's half, half received here in this dimension. They get all, when they, when these humans get ideas for technology, you do know it's just low level cast offs of what the almond got going on in the fourth dimension. 
on upper levels because they, they're going to get cast-offs, meaning thoughts that come out and on into this dimension, right, drop down into the third dimension, and these humans pick it up. These humans pick it up. You see what I'm saying? They pick it up. And But the problem with that is when they their reception is always going to be super incomplete. Their reception is incomplete because they're not of the fourth dimension. They don't have the magnetic or mental connection to pull in anything from the fourth dimension. They don't. The humans don't. That's why they got They don't really have no imagination. That's why everything they do, they got to mimic or copy something else and call it something else. They don't have no real imagination. They, they copy from somebody else, and anything that they get in their mind came from someplace else. You see? So keep that in mind. Because, like I said, all thought and living color comes from where? From the almond, from the fourth dimension. Everything comes from someplace. It ain't coming from them. They're not even the oldest people on the planet. Hell, if you can, if you can track the time, if you can track the time where humans were not here, that means it was something here before the humans. If you can track it, it wasn't somebody walking up on just on two legs. You see, it wasn't no creatures. It was people here. People have to lay the foundation first and foremost for other people to come. You see, people have to lay that foundation. Our people laid the foundation for what these humans were able to do and accomplish. Our people did. They want to try. See, again, and that just goes to show you the so-called white man's story don't even fit. Let me show you how, his, how you know his story is bullshit about, about evolution of the human race. And what, let me show you how you know his, his story is BS. How is it that you say the so-called black people are the oldest people? Now, they say that the archaeologists, they say the black people are the oldest people on earth, so-called African, black, dark, whatever, people on the oldest on the earth. So question, where do they fit in on the human, uh, 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 on the human evolution chart where you show from monkey to you so-called white people? Where do so-called black people fit in? Where does their evolution come from? If you could show the evolution of a monkey to a so-called white man, Where's the evolution of the so-called black man from? Where does that start? Where does that start at? I just want to know. Why don't you have an evolution chart? If you say the so-called black man is a part of the human race, where's his evolutionary chart? And and then don't do that thing where you so-called white people go and you try and put a, a nigger face on top of a monkey a monkey head. You see these faces, these superimposed pictures they doing where they take a so-called black man face and put it on top of a monkey face. You man, you so-called white people, y'all do anything. You'll make a that show y'all full of it. You'll do anything you just trying to make your theory this this monkey the man theory. Yeah, that's for y'all, but they want to include everybody in that. So you got to be careful when they tell you about you know what the human body does this and the human body does that. And let me tell you something. When they're talking about what the human body does, keep in mind that doesn't apply to you. Keep that in mind. They don't apply to you. When they're talking about the human body, they're talking about the Caucasians, the Asians, and the East Indians. That's the human body. When they're talking about that in science, when they're talking about it in medicine, that's what they're talking about. They're not talking about you. How you know that is because they don't they didn't incorporate nor did they say that a woman such as Henrietta Lacks who had all these cells, they don't say that's indicative of human beings that have those cells that constantly turn over. You've never heard about that coming from a white person, an Asian or a Caucasian person. You've never heard about that. Because trust me, if it had, you would have heard about it. 
if that's supposed to be indicative of a human being to have those kind of cells that uh, uh, constantly um, turn over, however they say, uh, constantly, uh, um, you know, grow different, constantly extend, then why is that not considered a human trait? Why is that not in there considered a human trait? If all humans can do it and we all supposed to be human. They lying to you, man. The beast going to continue to lie to you simple-minded Negroes, man. That's why he could tell you, oh, see, you need to come in here and get this shot for this, that, and the third. Because, you know, it, it, it shows in our thing that African-Americans are predisposed to this or predisposed to that. They really talking about their goddamn self. I told you they always want to uh, 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 project their BS on you. That's how the damn COVID started with the damn Asian. Next thing you know, you niggas need the shot. But you don't see them pushing no shot to the Asian, who supposedly where it came from. You see what I'm saying? Stuff like that, but you niggas don't see that. You see, this is the move of genetically modified people, man. You know, they try and do anything to survive. They try and do anything to survive. You see? Because they know that they are recessive. The humans do not feel the same way you do. See, this is the problem with our people. See, we think and feel a certain way inside, yet the humans don't. Keep in mind, your humans are genetically modified. You know what that's like? Expecting the humans to feel like how you feel about violence, about things like that, about your family, about anything, about race. You know what that's like? That's like expecting a piece of white bread to have the same nutritional value as a piece of rye bread or a piece of um, barley or something like that. One's going to have more nutrition, nutrients in it, more, uh, uh, um, more nutrients, you know, to benefit. The other one is without it. So, therefore, it don't really benefit. That's your humans. They, 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 the, the nutrient level of intelligence is missing in them, you see. When they, when you see them acting violent, when you see them acting violent and, and and bugged out of their mind, that's because that's their genetic makeup in them to be like that. They are absent of the nutrients of intelligence, that nutrients of certain certain elements that make us who we are as the almond, and separates us from the animal. See that we we our genetic material and the animal genetic material is the bridge between the humans. And I told you at the end of each bridge, it can go right or it can go left. You see, these humans can act like animals at one moment, and then they could appear to be like the almonds in another moment. They'll appear to have some sort of sympathy and you know and some and some real concern and whatnot. And you know you would hope that that's the almond in them coming out. That's the almond in them coming out. But then there's always a chance where the other side come out, which is the animal side. Or they might have a good balance because that's the biggest thing with these humans. They're always trying to balance their emotions and their they thoughts and their feelings. What do you think that means when they're trying to balance? What are you trying to balance if all of you is the sum total of a whole person? What are you trying to balance? If you're saying I'm, you're trying to balance something, then that's saying that you believe that there's one part of you that's one thing and there's one part of you that's something else. So what are you trying to balance? What are you trying to balance? They know they got animal in them. They know that. The humans, trust me, they know everything. They are the most nosiest people. They know about their genetic makeup. They tell you right there they animals. They got animal in them. They know. They told you. 
what you think? That was the guy with his face admitting to the, that the humans are animals. He showed you on his evolutionary chart. One of the people showed you on the evolutionary chart that these, these people come from monkeys. But then when I say, oh, that's racist, how are you going to say that? One of your own, your own people know about y'all. Your scientists still prefer to y'all as, monk, as animals today, animal species, and that's correct. I'm, I'm agreeing with them. I agree. I'm not going to disagree because I'm not here to sneak this nobody, but obviously y'all are nothing but genetically modified animals. Humans are nothing but genetically modified animals. They are genetically modified from the almond and from the uh, animal genetic. And certain things within the almond, almond genetic is missing in them because it is overtaken by the animal genetic where you might expect them to be compassionate and ultra-standing about a certain thing because, see, you think on a certain level, you'd be like, well, damn, I got compassion for this. I feel like I don't give a fuck. They don't care because they don't have that, and that's missing in them. That's that animal. They want to rip something apart, tear something up, because like I said, that's the animal in them that comes out. And when you see them, you see them, they, they, you know, when they live in their nice neighborhoods and whatnot, that's your domesticated animals. That's your, when you see your humans in the nice neighborhoods, manicured lawns and stuff like that, and they hair all nice and coiffed and cut, and they go to the Gucci and the Louis store, that's your domesticated animals. That's all. You got domesticated animals, don't you? Animals that know, know their place, they know how to go there, they like their baths and whatnot. You got domesticated animals. You got domesticated humans. And you got wild humans. And, like, you got wild animals. You see, it's the same thing. It's the same frequency. People don't get that. When you're expecting these humans to act a certain way, they can't act a certain way. You know, I thought you act like a, a human being. That's what a human being is, an animal. A human being is an animal, a genetically modified animal, an animated male and female. They're animated males and females on a lower level. They walk on four legs. We walk on two we raised them up to walk on two legs. That's why they showed you in that Michelob commercial and when, the, when they said that call of nature come, the so-called bronze man took off up in the air in flight, and the humans, what they started doing, they went right back to where they to the evolution or the revolution of where they came from. They went right back in the circle and started running on all fours. Why did, why did beasts put that out there? They would start running on all fours because that's, they're showing you that they know they come from the animals. They're showing you that. They showing you right right in front of your face and it's still going over black people's heads. Well, well, that's why you Negroes are black. So you know, that makes sense. That's why you black. You know. So, like I said, they talk about natural selection and what would evolve and what would not within the human race. Did I not say when they use terminology like natural selection, when they use natural selection in the evolution of anything? What they're really saying is that the almond had their hands on the selection. That's really what they're saying, that the almond, whether they refer to it as God or Moses, creator or whatever, has his hands on the selection. That means that there are people doing the selecting. That's what natural selection means. Nature is controlled by people, men and women. Nature is controlled, okay? So whenever there's a natural occurrence, it is because the almond are controlling things, just as they do everything in any natural form of uh, control or current or movement. They control it all. They control it from the upper dimensions because everything they're doing in the upper dimensions, we're doing in the lesser and the lower dimensions. 
I told you before, we are the reflection of them. We are the weaker reflections of them. And we're trying to strengthen our reflection or strengthen our projection, whereas we're turning our reflections into projection. You follow what I'm saying? Where we are transformed and we're being transformed because here is where we reflect. Here is where we reflect in the third dimension. Here is where we reflect. And we reflect for the time to project. Y'all follow what I'm saying? We reflect here in the third dimension, meaning we figure everything out. We figure out what we want to become, what we want to be, where we want to align ourselves with. This is the time within the third dimension to get that light in your head, for that light bulb to cut on in your head, that light, because that means that a greater reception is going to take place from an upper dimension. So when that light cuts on your head, you're like, okay, I'm in the Republican dimension. Like, I want to be here. I want to be in alignment with this. I want to be part of this. I want to be this. I want to be in alignment. I'm falling into where I belong to. I'm going into alignment to that. And then the light cuts on. You come in, you came into alignment. You see? The light cuts on because you're going where you belong. See, those elemental pieces are being put into place, the ones who are able to receive higher transmission. Those elemental pieces are being put in place to receive from a greater and pull from a greater extended space, which is the fourth dimension. That's what we're being put in alignment for right now, right now. When our people are going through that, your humans are going into a state of revolution. You see, and they know that, and this is why I said, if the humans, and I'm going to say this, you're going to see more birth defects within the human race if these grades are not made. I'm going to say it again. You're going to see way more birth defects within the Caucasians, the Asians, the East End. Watch. You're going to start seeing them born really messed up because that genetic is coming to an end. Those genetics, as that is the human genetic, is coming to an end. And they're not going to live long, those ones who are being born without the recharge of the genetic material of the so-called black woman. See? I wouldn't be surprised if they probably figured a way to inject the so-called white woman with some genetics of the so-called black woman so that she can nurse her baby and give the baby nutrients. Are they, are they doing something? Because there's a reason. There is a reason why they keep pushing the so-called black woman with every – we already know it, the, the purpose is to get rid of the so-called black male or turn him into a homosexual. We already get that. But for breeding purposes, for breeding purposes, for breeding purposes, they are doing this. You see, because obviously they don't have much faith in their women's ability to reproduce. Obviously, they don't have enough faith in that. They, they're not reproducing fast enough. So they got to go back to the well again, like I told you. You know, because what did I tell you? They use the genetic material of the woman, of the so-called black female, the ones who are born here on earth, the earthbound black female. You see, that's another reason why they refer to the so-called woman where they say Lucy, the uh, the mother of all human races, Lucy, the uh, 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 the uh, so-called black monkey woman. They ain't want to just say she was a so-called black woman. They got to make her half a monkey and all this other weirdo shit. You see, they didn't they didn't just want to say that they just they didn't want. But then they then they came with the African Eve thing. You see, then they came with African Eve. But notice they didn't say nothing about African Adam. They said about African Eve, not Adam. Where have you ever known them to say Eve without Adam? You see, a lot of things y'all miss. Where have you ever known them to say Eve without Adam? Oh, the African Eve. 
what happened to Adam. You see? They telling you something there. They telling you something. And like I said, a lot of people are not able to pay attention to what they're saying to you. You see? The humans are genetically modified, man. And they are, just like anything that's genetically modified, it has an expiration date. As an expiration date, anything that's genetically modified and whatnot, the more and more it's sold the seed, the more and more what happens when you take a seed from something and you, you just try and get as much clones from it, after a while, you're going to have to replant them seeds again. You're going to have to replant them seeds. You can't keep cloning. That's why they keep the seeds and whatnot because they're going to plant the crop and then they're going to figure out ways to plant without seeds again, and then they're going to do that process until they can't do it no more. Then they're going to have to replant the seed again. That's what happened to your human race. They seeds have already been planted. They're done. They're done. All right? So they're going back to the so-called black woman because, like I said, they wasn't joking when they said they wanted a mixed, a biracial society because this is the only thing that can save the humans. This is the only thing that can save the humans. They're not going to evolve anymore. That's it. They're already at the end of their evolution. The humans are already at the end of their evolution. The only thing the humans can do now at this point is go back down on all fours. That's all they can do. There's nothing else they can do. They already messed up as it is just, just living out here in the regular world. They stay in the goddamn doctor. How are you going to evolve genes like that? How are you going to evolve genes like that? They stay sick. You see, there's no growth. There's no way for them to grow, but they got a bridge. They got a bridge into the continuation of the third dimension. That's the so-called black woman. She's the bridge. You don't know how many geeky ass looking white boys I've seen out here walking around with black women pushing baby carriages. I mean, these real Brad and Tim ass looking white, weak, recessive white boys walking around out here in these and these so-called used to be black neighborhood gentrified neighborhoods with the nigger woman holding the baby. You don't know how much I've seen of that. You see, they going and making sure they have to go get the so-called black woman, the lonely ass black woman and whatnot who is who would go and commit bestiality. You see, go get Timmy really commit bestiality. She she could at least got a damn Italian or something like that, something half half a little little a little quarter of a nigga in her. She going straight for Tom, even though I ain't saying get one of them. Don't get none of them. But what I'm saying, she going straight for Tim. Tim, like he came straight out of a fucking kennel. Straight out the kennel. You see, they going and getting Tim straight up. Brad. You know, without the damn dog collar on, without the flea collar on. And you nigga, man, it was this video out there in Atlanta where you so-called black, you had this black male walking around with the with the white female on his damn on a damn leash. He had on a damn dog leash, and the, and the nigga woman was, oh, oh no, that don't make sense. Went, no, that that was they understood her place. They, she understood what she was. That's why she wasn't degraded by it. But that nigga should have been degraded by it because he was gonna take that home and have sex with it. That nigga should have been degraded. How you gonna how you gonna walk around a female on a leash like a dog and then take her home and have sex with her? Nigga, you bugged out of your mind. You thought you was coming up on some props. Oh, I got this white bitch on a leash. Nigga, you gonna go home and lay down with that white bitch. Bugged out, nigga. 
you gonna go lay down with the with the cave with the damn cave bitch. The the dog the dog woman. You out of your mind. You niggas out of your minds, man. You are out of your minds. Your nigga woman is out of her mind. You see? Y'all y'all all y'all all about committing bestiality now. That's all about bestiality with these damn humans. You see? Cause that's what that's what you're doing. You might well go ahead and kiss a damn dog in the mouth. Let the dog get get on top of you. You might as well. It's pretty much the same thing. Hell, the white man. They show the white man show you him licking the damn dog in the mouth, and the dog licking his woman someplace else. So you already know how they get down. You already know how they get down. And this is who you want to lay with and have babies with. You know these niggas are bugged out of your minds, man. You bugged out of your mind. So when they hear something like this, oh, how he's saying that? This is so racist. No, it's re- it ain't racist. It's real. It's reality. It's reality. Not trying to be racist. It's being real. The humans know where they come from. The humans know you niggas just don't know. You don't hell. You don't know where they come from because you don't know we know where you come from. You the only ones don't know where you come from. Let me take a quick call. Seven two four, you're in the air. Seven two four. Hello. Seven two four. All right, seven two four. You got to call back. You got to call back. Something wrong with your phone. Yeah. They're nothing but watered down versions of you, man. They're nothing but watered down versions. The humans are nothing but watered down versions of us, man. Watered down, uh, uh, um, <laughs> spiritualized versions of us. Because what is the spirit? The spirit is the reflection of the soul, man. That's all the spirit is. The spirit is a reflection of a soul. You see, that's all the spirit is. The soul is the pure illumination, and the spirit is the false light. Y'all follow what I'm saying? Y'all follow what I'm saying? Is the the soul is the pure illumination of brightness, as when they were saying in the Bible, the Lord's eyes is ten thousand times brighter than the sun. That's talking about illumination. That's solar projection. They were describing in the Bible. They was describing solar projection, eyes being brighter ten thousand times brighter than the sun. That means you could look into all other dimensions, into other worlds, where your eyes are ten thousand times brighter than the sun. That means illumination. You're looking through things like X-ray. You can see into other worlds, man. That's what that was describing. That's what that was describing. And the spirit is nothing but a watered-down version of that. The spirit is nothing but a a, a, a false has carries a false reflection or a false light. You see, that is the reflection of the soul. So when you got spirit beings walking around here on earth, it's because they are the reflections of the solar beings. They are our lesser and lower reflections. You see, they are lesser and lower reflections. That's why, like I said, you can't count on these humans to be decent people. You can, you might be. It's a, it, basically it's a crapshoot with these damn humans and with you, you niggas, man. You niggas, you subhumans, man. It's a damn crapshoot with the niggas. They subhuman. They don't went up under the damn beast. You see, they don't went up under the damn beast. They subhuman. So exactly, the moon people, the moon frequency. That's exactly what they are. The moon, the moon animals. Yeah, 
That's why they created Mooney, a.k.a. Money, Mooney. They wanted people to go crazy off of the Mooney, the money. You see? So always know that these people, they always look into pull energy from our people because they know our people represent the true illumination of power. They know our people carry the true illumination of power, but you don't know that. You don't know that you carry the true illumination of power, perseverance, and presence because it's coming from a higher dimension, from an upper space. Y'all don't know that space anymore because you, y'all have been turned into religious people. You've been taught to worship the god of the beast, man, the pagan god of the beast. You see, and what is a pagan god? The pagan god is a god, you know, we call them beast of the field, the pagan gods for the beast of the field, man. Yeah, humans are the beast of the field. You see, they're the beast of the field. The children of the corn. That's what they are. Like I said, they know they are, they are the negative, degenerate reflections of us. They are the negative, degenerate reflections of us. That's what your humans are. They are the worst of us. But they have become better than us. You go figure that out. They are the lesser and the lower of us. The worst of us. The recessive of us. But they become somehow better than us. Because you know what that means? You know how that was able to happen? They was able to show you that recessive people coming together, people who are a fraction of their real source of power, a small fraction of it, that they could come together and produce power. 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 Can you imagine if the, uh, what do you say, the dominant, the real dominant genetic, genetic beings came together, the, the dominated genetic ones, and they all within lockstep and following orders. You see, would, could you imagine that? The dominant ones? Think about that. The dominant ones came together and was in alignment. That would be the presence of Amun on earth. That would start the presence, the image of Amun invoking itself on earth again, the connection being made. The beast can't have that. That's why they stayed trying to tear down the nation of Islam. They stayed trying to tear down the nation of Islam. You see, they stayed trying. They they tore down Doctor York for, like I said, but they wanted to kept. They stayed wanting to attack the structure of the nation of Islam. You see, they stayed on them. You know why? Because it was structure and order in there. They didn't really get on people like they got on Garvey too. But that's another reason they got on Garvey because Garvey was having structure, order, soldiers and captains and all. They was doing that. Whenever our people start to structure. That's a problem to the beast. When our people start to structure themselves, that's a problem. They don't like that because what that shows is that people are willing to cooperate. That's what that is. See, as long as you've got a bunch of niggas in a church somewhere and you or a bunch of people just all gathered together, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, everybody's the same, everybody on the same level, nobody got a problem with being with that. That's the majority of your black people. Many, this is how you start separating the black people. Okay, y'all are going to be the soldiers. This is going to be the captain over you. This, oh, oh you, somebody going to be over me. I ain't taking no orders. Ain't nobody telling me what to do. That's the black people you get rid of. That's the niggas you get rid of. 
You see, the beast loves to have organizations like that. You know, like AK, like your conscious community, your black conscious community. You can you imagine telling niggas get in lockstep and they have to follow orders? Man, ain't no nigga telling me what to do. I'm my own god. You ain't telling me nothing. And that's just why you niggas ain't got nothing. That's just why you niggas stand on the corner running to the white man for the one of all things and why we are out of power right now. Because you niggas like y'all, man. Because of y'all. You don't want to man up and be the soldiers and get in line. Niggas, niggas want to be, I say all the niggas, everyone want to, want to be a chief, but nobody want to be an Indian. Everybody want to be a chief, but nobody want to be a damn Indian. And that's what the problem is when our people fell down, man. When our people fell down. We fell down out of power because we didn't want to get in alignment. We didn't want to come together. We didn't want to stand together as a society, as a community, as a country, as a people. We didn't want to stand together for that. You niggas wanted to do your tribalism thing. Man, I don't take no oil for nobody. I do what I want to do. We over here. We're going to do what we want to do here. Y'all going to be over there? Nah, man. No. That's why I see right now in Congress, you got this white man out there. I think he's somewhere in uh, Idaho, some damn where he, he's talking about he want Idaho to uh, secede from the United States, and they want to have their own country as Idaho and with these white people that. And, man, they ain't letting that. They ain't letting that. This country ain't letting that go down. They, they ain't going to start letting nobody take the states and separate them because they know once that, that's, that means that's a crack in the armor right there. When you start getting people going off the reservation, as they say, like that old saying go, when the white man, you start seeing their own people, about, they don't want to be American citizens no more. They want their own territories. They ain't trying to have that, man. They're not going to have, which is going to eventually, you're going to start having these Caucasian groups rise up and start doing that to the government soon. They're going to start tomorrow. They want to declare state state uh uh state uh uh um military whatever however the thing but they want to basically take over their state and they want to secede from the union they're going to start getting some of them that's trying to do that so you know that that but they ain't, this government ain't trying to see that happen because they know minute that happened that's a crack in the armor that's when the country done turned into a bunch of niggas because that's what niggas do niggas are, i don't want to do the next thing you know it's revolution and revolt everybody everything is in chaos and confusion and that could all be started by one or two people so when they see those people doing that you ain't gonna see them people around much longer they ain't they ain't letting no states secede from this damn union because like i said that'll be a crack in the armor heavy you see they ain't letting that happen so always keep that in mind that they were able to Mass together based off of our frequency. They picked up our old frequency. They picked up our old frequency. What do I mean when I say they picked up our old frequency? What I mean is they picked up our old frequency because, see, when they came into the Americas, there was still, our people were still here. There was a half of a government slash society set up. You know, people had their little, you know, governmental slash tribalists start breaking up into different groups and stuff like that. So, you know, the civilizations, they start leaving behind. People start moving on and going to different places, basically. You know, so as this was taking place, you know, as this was taking place and, you know, there was no unification of the people, you know, these, these Caucasians started coming in and, you know, coming in and, oh, this is the new world acting like nobody was here. But, see, they already knew that they were picking up on what was left of the old societies and the old societal ways that was already here in the Americas. In fact, 
most of the stuff that this, which you see when you see the so-called white man, look at the transformation of the white man. Ask yourself this question. Ask yourself this very graduate, this very logical and rational question. How is it that the white man got off this uh, off of the boats in England talking about petticoats and this, that, and the third, and you know, and jolly this and jolly that? How you get off the, the damn uh, um, boats and the next thing you know he a cowboy and he talking like a country a country person? How, where that where did he get that energy from? Or the so called Irish because they'll say no the Irish yeah yeah bloody they you know how the Irish talk and whatnot and or all these people. None of these, none of these, none of these people who come from this country, come into this country, none of their, uh, 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 none of their ethnic and their or their uh, cultural stuff matches America. So where does the American influence come from? Where did that American influence come from? It don't come from the so-called Indians. It don't say it come from them, because every time you see them, they they look like a bunch of damn. They look like they, they could barely goddamn talk. Pizza, pizza, ain't no, ain't no American culture shit come from them. These niggas, they still showing you them. They, they, they supposed to be the first Americans, but they on campground somewhere. They still camping out. Every time you see these, supposed, think about this. These are supposed to be the so-called Native Americans, the people of this land. But you gonna tell me every time you turn around, you they showing you these people in tents camping out somewhere. Nobody got no farms. Nobody got no homes. On where's all the farms and the homes at? Who, where the people farming the land? Don't and the white man didn't come over here and start farming no land. Somebody showed him. They tell you in that story all the time. They would have starved when the Caucasians came over here. They would have starved if the so-called natives didn't feed them. But what they didn't tell you was the natives was the so-called black people. That was the natives that fed them, not these goddamn mongoloids, man. Not these human mongoloids. You see. The people that was living on the land who had the land and property was bronze people. As they say, the copper-colored races. You see, that's our clones, man. And I'm going to go into proving that even further, right? I'm going to go into proving that further when I get back.
I'm going to prove to you again, logically, how you know that the humans are our lesser genetically modified versions. I'm going to prove it to you logically. The fact that our people have some form of sexual attraction for them, that just proves that we know they come out of us in some way, shape, or form. They are like us on some level, even though it's on a low level on a weaker level, on a recessive level, we know that they are from us. You see, the only difference between us and them is they have the animal genetic. We have the reptilian genetic. They have the animal genetic. The humans have the animal genetic. We have the reptilian genetic. They were created down here in the waters, and we were projected down here from solar projection. But we still know they are the reflections of us. That's why some of us will be sexually attracted to them. And will some of us we even lay with them. But the more advanced of us mentally know what they are and what we are and we don't do that. That's why you'll get some of our people, they'll be like, they'll just be like, yo, I, I, even, you know, you know what I mean, they, some of our people, they, um, you know, they make that mistake, you know, because they get programmed to believe in we all the same, we all human. That's why they get told that. But then you got some people who instinctively, you know, more tapped in maybe than others. They just like, nah, I can't, I just can't go there with them like that. I just, you know, they just feel that more. I'm not saying, you know, the ones who have done that, you know, because like I said, they was pushing that heavy here in the society and the acceptance. And I get that the, a lot of the sisters went through that and went under that, you know, um, but, you know, the ones that you got some of the women is like, nah, I can't, I don't, they don't do nothing. So they don't turn me on like that. Those are the ones who are more rooted in. Some were a little more rooted out because they've been around these humans. And what happens when you're up and amongst these humans, you start taking in their energy. Once you're around these humans like that, you start taking in their energy. You see, because you become open to that or receptive to that energy of the humans. And then you start feeling like you're more attracted to them, and then you start trying to find some sort of, even though you might not be physically attracted to them like that, you start trying to find something about them that attracts you. Like you see the so-called black man, he'll get with the white woman, but, you know, uh, and some of them, you know, you got some coons out there, they get with the white woman with the flattest ass and the palest skin and, you know, and bird bird, bird boy chest. Then you got them black males out there. They'll go get the white girl with the fat behind, big breasts and whatnot, who kind of got shaped like a black, so-called black woman. See, because you, you, you look at them as the lesser version of yourself. That's why you lay and mate with them. You try to find that connection with them that you have. But see, as time is going on and the elective of our people are being raised, we ain't looking at that. We're like, nah. <laughs> like, nah. <laughs> nah, hell no. Uh-uh. Because... At one point in time, like I said, uh, um, that would have been, for those people in the black race, that would have been somewhat acceptable to the mentally dead ones. But now, as the genetic is being raised up, that's a no-no. That's a, that's definitely a no-no. We can't mix our seed with these humans. That's a no-no. Stakes is definitely high. We ain't supposed to mix our seed, period. But we can't mix with these humans. You see, that animal genetic, we can't have that animal genetic being born into our children. We can't have that animal genetic being born into our children. You see, 
We have to raise civilized children. How the hell are you going to raise civilized children when you made it with a damn animal? You see? And like I said, they make no bones about that because if you tell the humans that, they, they might get mad for a minute, but then they don't, they don't even trip about it because they know it's, it's the reality of who they are. You see? And a lot, and, and I'm going to tell you something else. They found out in a lot of those um, old slave you know, in the Caucasian males, white males was coming over here. A lot of these white males was coming over here, and they and it was bronze women that owned land, you know, and they would let these Caucasian males come and, and be with them and, and come over from wherever they come from. They would mix their seed with these Caucasian males, and then the heirs would take over, and then a lot of those heirs from those families, they would keep marrying maybe white women and things like that. They'd come out mulatto. Next thing you know, you got this cold Caucasian bloodline family. They was doing that. A lot of these black females, they was letting these white these cave, these guys, Caucasian males come over here, who, and these bronze women had this before the government was set up. Come over here, and they they would have like acres of land, and they mixed. They see that's where you, I guess that was your first, well, not your first, but some of your first bed winches here in America. You know, they let the so-called white man come over here and mix his seed. They had land, and a lot of them white males took on their last names. You see, the ones who uh, they nine times out of ten was already here, or they came over um, from England. So, you know, all that, a lot of stuff was going on here. A lot of stuff was going on here. You see? And like I said, you know, this nonsense that, again, I'm going to show you this nonsense. This nonsense that the so-called white man comes from just a monkey, and he came from a monkey into a man without any genetic help from anything to get him looking the way he looked today. That is That has got to be the stupidest shit I ever heard in my life. I mean, the white man just continuously insults the intelligent, so-called, these so-called scientific Caucasians, they just continue to insult the intelligence of people. How the hell are you going to go from a straight monkey to a man without some sort of genetic, you know, something on a higher level, an advanced level mixing in? How are you going to go? How are you, how you going to do that? How, how, how does that even happen? You would have to have some... You, you. In other words, how does a monkey become a man? Who decides when the monkey looks starts to look like become a man? Who decides that? You see, who decides at what point did the monkey start turning into a man? And who decides that? And where do those genetics come from? Oh man! But they don't got no respect. They got no respect for the intelligence of the people, man. They'll just say anything. They'll just say anything. Who decided this? Obviously, some genetics from elsewhere had to be put in in order for them to turn into what they look like now. You see, obviously, who else could genetics could that have been but us? Who else genetics could that have been but us? They already said we. They already they copped to the whole African Eve, the so-called Lucy, the black woman. They already copped to that reality that they got the so-called mitochondria DNA. They already copped to that reality. You see. Notice, like I said, they give, they got more of a, um, they got more, they'll have a little more pity on a so-called black woman than they will on a black man because they have no really connection with the so-called black man. They got a connection with the so-called black woman. Remember I told you they took the genetic material of the woman and male animals and the male animals of certain species and mixed the genetic material of the male animal of certain species with the so-called black woman. Well, her genetic material. 
And that's how you got your East Indians and all those other people. That's how you got them. You see, they were breeding them and whatnot, leaving them in the water. They was doing. You, said, you know what that that whole that whole thing of the island of Doctor Moreau and whatnot. You know, listen, man, that that go back into the ancient world where they, they tell you about the the uh, uh, um where they refer to Anunnaki and all breeding humans, man. They tell you all that, man. Where do you get the idea of them breeding and creating humans? Where did that, where did that even come from? You see? They tell you that. That they fuse their genetic material together with the animal genetic material and whatnot to get what they got. Which is your humans. And like I said, your humans are hateful because they know that they are a they are nothing but a minor version of us. They know that. That's what the hate is about. They know they're nothing but minor versions of us, incomplete small versions of us. And I'm going to be honest with you, the reason why a lot of so like a lot of so-called black people take pity on Caucasian people, especially back in slavery or why they don't hurt, because deep down inside, black people feel like white people are like the lesser or lesser or unfortunate version of them. Really, it's more like black people feel sorry for white people, why they don't hurt or kill white people. They feel more sorry for them. Then tell me, tell me I'm wrong. Well, tell me, you got black people that have this star. They 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 kind of black people feel sorry for white people. They do. That's why they can never bring themselves to hurt white people or kill a white person or whatnot. They really kind of feel sorry for them. They got more. They got more compassion for white people than they got for their own kind. You see, that's why when a white person shoot up a church like the guy Dylan Roof, and these niggas are turning around and talking, we forgive you, because it's like they expect them to be like that. It's like they look at them as their children, you see, because they had that idea bred into their head that we all children of God, and, you know, and we all brothers and sisters and all this other stuff, and that's just really just, Im- 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 you know, really just, you know, impressed in their brain. So that's why they got, they, you know, because they really feel like the humans, you know, they, they they feel kind of sorry for them. They got a compassion for them. You see? Exactly. They lower their standards exactly for them. Exactly. Exactly. They put up with things from these humans they would never put up with from other so-called black people. They put up with things. They go up in the damn store and the Asian woman talking crazy or the Caucasian or somebody's on the East Indian, like I said, they talking funky to you. They're put up with that to keep going in there and getting their hair pieces and whatever they need. But when it comes to a so-called black, they're ready to get, get down and start fighting. You see? You'll tolerate mistreatment of these humans because, like I said, y'all feel un- that you, they feel like as though you feel as though they are unfortunate. And they take advantage of that. You see, they'll smack shit out of you and then turn around and be like, you hit them back. Why you hit me? Like little kids. Because that's really what it is. The so-called humans are nothing but children who have taken hold of hostage of their parents. They have taken hostage of the parents, the children who have taken hostage of their parents and have tried to make themselves into the parents. That's what their relationship is. That's what the relationship is with these humans because they know really we're their parents. We're their parents. Figuratively speaking, as far as creation go, creating them, we're their parents. We pre- we predate them. You see? And like I said, a lot of these people, they would be with the less and lay with the less. Let me take a call. 
to make its way into a woman to try to um, start the production of her eggs or fertilize her eggs because her inside inside of her uh, vaginal area would kill your semen, kill would kill your sperm, kill your semen. It wouldn't even make it. So that protective covering is so that it can make its way, ooze through her system, and take the abuse that her body, her vaginal area is going to give or her vag- vagina is going to give to kill off that baby. The reason why that is is because she, you have a protective covering over that semen, and that is from the meat. <clears throat> so we're, we're, it's okay to eat flesh in the third dimension. Yes, it is. But Yes. But in the fourth, but in the fourth, it will, that that's not going to be happening, correct? No. So the the transition of change that takes place. We're not going to be vegans. Uh, well, let me stop it. And we're not going to be vegans either. I know the light. The light should be feeding us at that point. I'm sure it wouldn't even be need to be as mundane as putting something in our face. I'm quite clear on that. Um, I just. I just wanted to chime in because I'm like, man, ever since, you know, I stopped eating the chicken once again, I felt more clarity mentally. I, I felt more of a charge in the light, and I just feel like the blood carries the, the, the life, and, and the, the the more you focus on that cleanliness, the more we'll be able to understand the word, receive the word, and, 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 you know, magnetically gravitate home. So I feel like a lot of our people need to just clean that temple up. You know, uh, you look at the, the epidemic of uh, overweightness in America, man, it's crazy. And I feel well, like a lot of that you. weight. Let me, let, me, well, let me stop you for a second. Uh-huh. I eat chicken. I eat fish. Sometimes I eat buffalo. And my reception is fine. And my productive system, as you can see from my daughter, is fine. I'm going to produce some more children. The point being is, like I said, brother, we are supposed to eat the meat, the flesh that's here. It is to strengthen our genetic material to make it into inside to be fertilized by the woman. Okay, brother? All right. Thank All right. you. All right, sir. All right. Thank you. All right. We're going to play a little bit of music. Hey. We shall be right back.
you know, it was our people in the ancient world who started to commit bestiality first. We committed bestiality before the humans committed bestiality. We committed bestiality. How we committed bestiality, it wasn't going up in sheep and dogs and all that other stuff. Women started laying down with the human males, and the men started laying down with the human females. They was laying with the East Indian women, laying with the East Indian men. That started, and that was really what made the almond really sever their connection with us when we started laying with the humans. Our people started laying with the humans, and our connection started getting severed. Because that was considered by in the upper dimensions by Amun, because like I said, they already knew that there was only one frequency that was supposed to go out, and that was for the reptilian to animal frequency that was supposed to go out for them. There was no human frequency. There is no human frequency. There is no human frequency. The human frequency is the animal frequency. It's all the same frequency. That's why. The science keep making reference to humans as a species of animal because there's only one species, one excuse me, one frequency for the humans, and it goes right in alignment with the animal frequency. So when our people mixed their seed with the humans, it was considered to be from the upper dimensions bestiality. It was considered to be bestiality because we know what we know the origin of the humans. We knew they were created beings. We knew the origin of the humans. So we was not supposed to mix our seed with them. That was to break the law, man. That's why, you know, where they get that story in there about the sons of Canaan mixing their seed with them. They weren't supposed to mix their seed with the people of the Canaan. All those names that they given <clears throat> of the sons of Canaan and all this other stuff, that's really them. That's really, you know, names and stories from older societies where the people in them ancient places were not supposed to mix their seed with those animal people, with the people of the caves. So with the white man, see, those stories been around before the, the formation, the foundation of the Bible. So all they did was take those stories from ancient societies and lands where you had these people who wasn't supposed to mix their seed with these, like, again, the Gilgamesh epic, the Enumilish, all that stuff is where they get the Bible from, all of it. They want to try and, and try and, and say, oh, no, that's not real. That's blow the BS. All that stuff, the Enumilish, the Gilgamesh epic, the Atrahasis, all that is, is nothing but, that's nothing but the Bible and uncut. In other words, the Bible ain't nothing but a watered-down version of the Enumal Illish, the Gilgamesh Epic, and the Atrahasis. All those Sumerian books. And goddammit, Zachariah Stitches was not the first one to find those books. They now need to stop lying. You see, that's nothing but some watered-down version of the Enumal Illish and the Gilgamesh Epics and whatnot. That's all the Bible is. That's all because the, the, Roman, the Roman Catholics, they, like I said, they knew about the Enumal Elish and the Gilgamesh epic. They knew about everything in, from uh, um, uh, Egyptian mysticism and all this other stuff and ancient societies. They knew about all that stuff, man. So all they did was put their religion together and they book together based off of that. Took bits and pieces and put it together as a book. And that story of the people who have the royal seed and the bloodline of not mixing their seed with the people of the cave, that's talking about the reptilian people, the serpentine people, and the and the humans, the animals, man. The beasts of the field, man. The beasts of the field are the human race, man. When they talk about the beasts of the field, that's the human race they're talking about, man. They're not talking about the regular animals on the damn four legs. They're talking about the animals on the two legs, man. That's the beasts of the field, and that's where they developed in the field their pagan gods to worship. 
That's where they developed their pagan gods because they were trying to mimic us and mock us because we were bearing witness to our ascendancy, our connection to the Most High, our ascendance. We were bearing as, we were bearing witness to that, so they tried to do the same thing. That's where all they fake Greek gods and Roman gods came from, Apollo or Zeus and all of them, and all the upper, are they in the sky and all this other stuff. They copied from us, man. All that's fabricated. All of it. Ain't nothing, they ain't did nothing but take our stories and put their names and their faces on it. That's all they did. You'll find all them stories going back to the Egyptian pantheon, going back to tell, check the old. You're going you're gonna to find that out soon. Check all them old Mesoamerican uh, uh, stories of, from the Mayans and the old Mexican uh, and the Inca and whatnot. Those stories they, they got from too because the story of Black Panther, Black Panther comes from America. Black Panther, Black Panthers are native to America. So how the hell is a Black Panther in Africa? There's no Black Panthers in Africa. Black Panthers are native to America. You see, because all that Black Panther stuff, like I said, and the, these niggas who was the Black Panthers out here, all that Black Panther stuff is all Mesoamerican, ancient American uh, 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 um, uh, um, stories and things like that. They're nothing but that because a, 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 a panther is nothing but a leopard with spots all over all a completely dark leopard. That's all a panther is, a completely dark leopard. All right? So that again, that just goes to show you that they're making up a lot of things. They take our heritage and whatnot, and they pass it on to these other people because they really don't want you to know. Like I said, all the things of who this royal seed was, who the beast, the field was, who these humans were, who these people, the ascendancy that was established, which was the serpentine bloodline and the order that was established, and all these societies where they built up these step pyramids and all these other. Societies have all linked up at one time Because I told you before Everything that humans do They follow after the Amun So if the, the Amun had all this stuff built up Already had trading going Going from place to place to place Trading You had bronze men doing all this trading Moving gold and going back and forth And selling up and down in the, in the continents and stuff like that You had all that going forward You had all that taking place already man You had that taking place All people was doing that <clears throat> You see, setting up here in the Americas. You see, first and foremost, mixing mixing with our own people that was over because we had people come over from the east too. We had the people who were the um the uh um what do you call those people, the um the Moors. They came over and mixed in with the people that was already here, the Aboriginal people or as you call the the Mesoamerican people. They already mixed in with those people. You see. So pay attention to that. A lot of people just tell lies, man, like I said. And like I said, these humans, they know, like I said, when they look at you, they know that they are a lesser reflection of you. That's why they hate to look at you. That's why they hate you because they see in you all the things they wish they could be. They wish they could be a people who were projected from the sun. They'll sit up here and call you all kind of niggas and black this and monkey that and all this other stuff because what they're doing is projecting on themselves. They saying they 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 don't they you know when you got people that hate you they gotta flip that hate around to where they hate you they hate you whereas you know on a oh, I hate you not because you lesser than me I hate you because you're more than me but I gotta make it like I hate you because you less than me you follow what I'm saying I gotta hate you I hate you black ass uh, people you black nigger monkeys and whatnot this that and the third okay that's fine but 
you seeking out these people to do that with. Because if you look down on these people, what is there to sit here and talk about? Why are black people always your focus if you claim to hate black people so much? It seems like black people and race and all that matters to them more than more than it means to um to us. Race and everything matters more to them. You see, race matters more to them than it does to us. You know why? Because they're always conscious of the fact that they're not or they are of the lesser or the recessive genetic. That's why race is always a prominent and prior, you know, prominent thing to them because the Caucasians, they know they are the weakest strand, the weakest genetic of uh, uh, human material on earth. This is why they're very, they tend to be heavily racist because like I said, like any animal who is fighting for, you know, life, fighting extinction, they're going to lash out at every other animal that they consider to be, you know, more dominant, more, they're going to hate those other animals. You follow? It's going to make them more aggressive because they have to survive. That's how they think. They know they are recessive and whatnot, but they have to be aggressive to survive. You see, that animal has to come out of them. That's why your humans are the way they are. That's why they, they like I said, that's why they, 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 they fight like wild animals. They act like wild animals. You see, this is why they do that. This is why they got that animal instinct. They know how to turn into that. They know how to click onto their animal instinct. They know how to click in and turn into that. See, the problem with our people is, I told you our strength is that reptilian genetic, that reptilian strength, that striking force. You see, that striking, that reptilian force, and that striking powerful force and that pull and that rhythmic move, that's our striking force. That's why bronze men make the best boxers. You see, bronze men make the best boxers because their striking capability that comes from the reptilians, from the serpent, when they throw jabs. You see, that's why they throw jabs and their hands are quick. That's that reptilian in the bronze man. They know how to move like serpents from side to side, all that side to side, dipping and moving and, and head going back. That's how a serpent moves. That's why the so-called, and that's in the, so, that's in the genetic material of the so-called black man. That's why he knows how to box good. You know, he, he boxes in a rhythm, and he has the speed. You see, these humans, they stand there like a bunch of gorillas just trying to just try to hit you and whatnot. They don't have that in them. They stand there, they all stiff like a board. You see, they can't move. You see, very slow, very slow, because that's that animal genetic, and that's that ape, that's that ape. And monkey and it makes them move slow. That ape that's in them. You see, we got the flexibility of reptilian genetic in us. That's why we move like we move. We move quick, strike fast, and we cut more leaner than they do. We cut more leaner when we lose weight in our body. We cut leaner than they do. All right? So let me go ahead and read these questions before we get out of here. Are humans just genetically modified versions of the almond race? Yes, they are. The God that they keep talking about that created them is really the almond race. That's the God and the angels that they keep talking about that created the human race in the Bible. That's the almond race they're talking about. There's no God and, and, and no heavens and no clouds and all this. And, you know, they, that's the almond race they're talking about. You see, these people were created in water. Okay, as genetically modified versions, they are a science experiment. Your whole human race is a science experiment. 
They are an ex- they are a gen- genetic material experiment. That's all they are. Who created the human race? The almond race. The almond race. Was the human race, um, why was the human race created? To work, to serve. As you say in the Bible, to serve, to work is the same thing, to be slaves. That's why the humans were created. They just, they see in the Bible, they just, again, watered it down. Oh, they're supposed to be servants to the Lord. What do you think that means, servants to the Lord? Adam and Eve was created to be servants to the Lord, and so were their children, their family, servants to the Lord. What do you think that means? That means they were created to be workers, servants. That's what humans were created for, to serve the almond. Is the creator a human? No. The creator is almond. Who are the almond race? The almond race are the electors being gathered today. That's the almond race that's being gathered today from amongst the so-called black race. Black race are nothing but a dead, burnout, receive, dead, burnt-out receivers of the almond race. That's all the black race is. they just dead receivers operating off of dead energy. That's it. We're going to close out the name of almond by the power of almond and almond trust. And almond, we thank. And I'm going to continue forward forever. I'm the intellectual new Ben Minkari. This has been Mental Life Radio. See you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night. Bye.